Zimplicity the podcast is back and we're back in first grade. They wanted to know, just like fifth graders last year, about what I do as director here at the American School of Warsaw. This is Zimplicity. and then I'm going to get your questions going, okay? Can I give you an overview first? Can I, can, okay, just hang tight for a second, but keep that hand ready because I'm going to say it's time and then you can all go up, okay? All right, so, director of the school. Does anybody know um, something called, um, a, it's kind of the way we organize, all right? And what it's called is it's called an organization chart, right? And it kind of looks like a pyramid. And the reason it looks like a pyramid is because there's people on this chart and they have people that they take care of below them, usually lots of people. And then they have a person above them that they report to. That means that if they want to do something, they have to ask permission. Well, who do they ask permission? It's the person above them on the chart. So if they need money, or they need resources, or they need time, that's kind of like if you need pencil, or you need paper, who, you, you can do a lot of that on your own, but who puts it there? And who gives the resources? She's over here, right? Mm -hmm. Or over here. Somebody is there that you report to that you can get what you need. All right? So think of it as a pyramid where there's somebody... And then there's people below them that they take care of, okay? If we were talking about your family, who would be at the top of your family pyramid? Who? Daddy or daddy? Maybe dad, maybe mom. So that might be a little confusing because it could be either way, right? But it's every family's different, and that's okay. Everybody's got their pyramid so that they can make decisions and take care of each other. Okay, so for the school, there's a pyramid, and I'm the guy here at the top of the pyramid. Okay, so what does that mean? It means there's lots of people under me who ask me for things, and we work together to come up with solution, and then there's people below them, and then there's people below them, and then there's you. And you're at the bottom of that pyramid because we all, together, take care of you. And help each other. Exactly. So everybody that's on the pyramid, we all work together. But if you want to talk about who's at the top of the pyramid, that's me. Okay? Now, it gets a little bit complicated because above that pyramid, there's one more group. What? It's an elected group or an appointed group. It's called the Board of Trustees. 
and they are my bosses. So then the pyramid gets bigger. And they're up at the top above me. But we don't talk about them much because they give me most control over whatever we need to do at the school. Okay? And so I'm in charge of the school, and I'm at the top of the pyramid. All right? So what does that mean? Well, primarily, the people right below me that I talk to the most are your principals. So, Mr. Flautiger, I work with him to tell him what he can do to support your teachers and you. Okay? So that's your own little elementary pyramid. Okay? So you got an elementary pyramid. What else do we have? We have a middle school pyramid and a high school pyramid and an upper school pyramid. All right? So there's lots of pyramids, but at the top of them all is me. But I'm working primarily with those tops of those other pyramids in order to help them do the things that they need to do. Okay? So that means if we hire people, I sign that. Okay? If we do a budget and tell you how much money you can spend on things, I approve that. Okay? And if we need to go out on a fire drill, who's in charge? You. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> or I've designated somebody to take charge. I've told them what to do. Okay? Or Mr. Plasta, you know, my, our security coordinator, or your principal. Yes. In fact, you probably hear me. I don't know if you ever noticed. When you're outside and you're in line, you probably hear somebody on the radio. When Mr. Flattiger talks on his radio, have you ever heard it? Okay. No. Okay, some of you have not, but some of you have. When he's talking on the radio, he's talking to me. What? And I'm making sure everybody's safe before I let you go back in the building. Okay? And if it's not me, then there's somebody I've told to do it. Okay? Because that's your number one thing, is to be safe, right? And that's another way of calling it. it is no, the you're boss. the boss of us. Right. So I don't take as much, I don't come in and tell you what to do in your classroom, right? Yes. Because there's lots of people in between me and you that are taking care of you. Okay? So again, it's layers. It's working from the bottom all the way up to the top. And that top in control is what keeps the whole pyramid together. Because everybody knows who they have to go to to ask when they need to do something that's outside of the norm. Something that's different from what we do every day. So I'm not going to tell you every day to do math, right? Okay. You guys decide together when it's time to do math, when it's time to do writing, when it's time to do all these other things, right? So you have lots of what I call autonomy or empowerment and, or just the ability to be independent and do the things you need to do because we're all focused on the right goals, right? So that's my other job in that top of the pyramid core values, make sure you have the words to guide what you do at school. And then you take those words and you make them better. You turn them into something important and you make sure that we do those things and we try to be those things. So when we say work together because without us all we're nothing, you turn that into real. You make sure everybody gets included, right? Okay. All right. Ready? Questions? 
can we think about the questions we did this morning? Um, Nina, you had your questions first. Do you remember what your question was? Nina. Go ahead, Nina. Go. What do you do? What do I do? So I have meetings mm -hmm. with those people on the pyramid. So I do a lot of meetings. I'm always meeting with people. I meet with your parents sometimes too. I meet, I meet with the PTO. I meet with, remember I said, what was that big group up at the top? Bosses of you. No, the board of trustees. So I meet with them a lot and make sure that they do the things they need to do because they have to vote on things to make big decisions, okay? So my, my job is lots of meetings. I work with people. And of course, I love to come and do things like this too. So I'm also going out working with students, and that's how I make sure I know how things are going out here in your classrooms. Okay? So it sounds like Nina, he works with a lot of different people so that everything in the school is working well together. There you go. So I'm wondering if. Is there a question out there, Miss C's yeah. class? Hold on, we're not hearing you yet. They might be. I don't see that they're on mute. Good try, Marcus. It's okay. They Everybody sit down. down. Oh, I heard something. Yeah, me too. Me too. How do you meet without parents? Uh, so I meet with parent groups, and sometimes I meet with individual parents when they have a question or a concern. And so many of you see me every other Wednesday night talking with parents in the Facebook Live. No. Some parents do. If you're not, you should encourage your parent to watch because they should. And that way they know all the things that are going on. So I do that. But then parents will write to me individual questions. And sometimes I'll write them back. Sometimes I'll call them. And I'll just say, how can I help you? How can I answer your questions? So that's just about making sure things work smoothly. Does that help, Mrs. E? All good. I have a very tight schedule and a watch that tells me where I need to be all the time. Hey, that's what we were talking about earlier. So I've got a very tight schedule. You have me until 1.55, and then I've got another meeting after this. So I have to be very carefully scheduled. And I have a secretary who helps me, and she schedules all of my meetings to make sure I have everything as tight as possible. And I was looking at my calendar this week on Thursday, I'm in meetings from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. with almost no break. Oh. Back to back. I go from a committee meeting to a parent meeting to a class to another class and after school. And not only that, but come April, I'm also going to be doing elementary tennis what? coach. What? <laughs> so it sounds like his schedule looks like ours. If we think about our schedule. Yes, right here. Many things. His looks like that too, but it's different kinds of things. And you know why? 
You guys, you can't waste a single minute. And everything we do is too important. So don't waste a single minute, okay? All right, next. So Roxanne, you had a question when we were brainstorming earlier. Do you remember what your question was? Yes. Why did you want, why did you want it to be a, a director? So she asked, why do you want to be a director? So I don't know how many of you know this, but I started as a teacher. I was actually a kindergarten teacher. Okay? But I actually taught all elementary grades. So I taught kindergarten, first grade, second grade. I think I missed third grade. I did fourth, fifth, and I did sixth for a, a long stretch as well. And then I worked with older kids. And I just found as I was being a teacher that I also was a leader. And I started working with groups of adults. So I started moving up the pyramid. So first I was a team leader. And then I was an elementary principal, and then I was a director of technology, and then I was a deputy head of school, and then I was a head of school. And so I just kept moving up because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed working with people. I enjoyed working with adults, and I still was able to stay working with kids, like things like this. And so as long as I have this, then working with adults on the top end is okay, and we do good things together. So it was kind of moving up that pyramid. And the more I got into that and into leadership, the more I enjoyed what I was doing and the changes that I was helping to make. Okay? All right. So, friends, let's see what the other classes have to ask. Um, what else out there? Mr. Flu's class? Just like you, I have to use Zoom now too. So many, if not most of my meetings are now on Zoom. That makes it a little bit easier because it means I don't have to run different places, okay? I still meet with people sometimes together if we're tested and we're safe, okay? But I go out and I meet in classrooms when I have a chance like this, but then we use Zoom as well, particularly when we have to have limited numbers, or if, we're, if I meet with parents, it's all in Zoom because I'm primarily meeting with people outside the school, okay? So yes, I do use Zoom. I use Zoom a lot, and I use Zoom on Wednesday nights when I have my meeting, too. So I have, I have people under me on the pyramid that, have, that take over for me whenever I get sick. So Miss Jordan and Mr. Young are the two people right below me on the pyramid. So if I need somebody to take over, then I ask them. And then I tell everybody they're in charge. And then when I come back, they go back to their normal job, and I take over again. So whenever I'm out for a day or I'm sick, um, there's somebody always ready to take my place. 
Was your cousin a fifth grade teacher? Does that help you? So notice, friends, we only have two minutes left. So maybe we'll have one more friend from 1B, and then 1V, 1C, 1Z, we can make a list of all of the questions we still have, and we can message Mr. Dirkley with these questions. Does that sound like a good plan? Give me a thumbs up. Do you think that's a good plan? Looks like lots of good thumbs out there. Okay, go ahead. Anybody? Yeah. Sir, you've been waiting so patiently in the chair over here. What can I help you with? I don't know how to do Did you forget? Okay, I'll come back if you remember it. Let's see. Uh, you're sitting so nicely. Go ahead. Uh, where do you work? I, my office, actually, I can see your classroom. Yeah, you know, so it's like right over there. <laughs> so if we look So if you guys look out the window and wave, which you should do more often, I'm right there. Okay? I'm on the, I'm on the second... The first, the middle set of doors, the middle set of doors there, that's me, okay? And if you come in from the main lobby, my office is to the right, and it's right there. It's the very second, it's the second main office, okay? Go ahead, dear. Um, where do you work? Right there. <laughs> so, you got it. <laughs> he is in that area that we saw Miss Violetta go, in that hallway where there's all the offices, where all the and I think you came through and I was busy and had my but door closed. I so I was in one of those meetings when you came through to try to tour. And I didn't realize what it was at the door, but I was busy on a Zoom call with somebody. And so that's why we didn't have you come into my office. But it's over there. And, and you can come knock on my window when you're out in the courtyard if you want and say hi. And wave. Okay? Go ahead. What do you do at school? So what I, everything I just talked about. So I do all of that, and then I do a little bit more wherever I can. So I'm usually checking on things, or I'm walking around looking for things that need to be fixed, or I'm helping kids. I, I even tie shoes. So I do whatever I need to do to help, okay? That's what I do. I'm going to pause Go. for a moment because Mr. Zuflu, as we notice, his schedule is just like ours, and he has to how do we show our appreciation? In the PYP, it's always important to be talking about how we organize ourselves. And so when talking to first graders, it's equally important to help them to understand complex organizations in terms that they can comprehend. Um, that's why I use the pyramid metaphor in order to help them to understand the hierarchical relationship between um, those that are interacting with them directly, who they know well, and those who are less direct in their interactions that um, still supply them with things but through other channels. That's a difficult concept for kids to understand. And of course, they don't understand the details of budgets and documents and permissions and protocols at this age level. What they do seem to understand is that um, there's something outside of their classroom at this age that helps to empower how schools um, actually exist and actually operate. They don't have a good tangibility of that, but they know that they're part of something bigger when they're in school. That's why it's been so important to have these conversations and have the kids visit places around the school. And I know that the teachers unpack those uh, learnings um, through their unit of inquiry to make sure the kids have a sense 
of what it is that um, goes on behind the scenes um, and that makes their day and makes all of the different activities emerge into their school year. Um, as they grow and as they get more uh, insight into complex ideas, more of the nuances can be teased out so that they understand not just the pyramid relationship, but also the collaborative elements of how we build consensus and how we work together. And that's more of a stretch for kids of this age. Um, but I think uh, the talk went well and the kids have more fodder now for their unit of inquiry to help them understand how it is we all connect and how we organize ourselves to achieve things greater than we would if it was just done by ourselves. Um, that's the power of one of our core values and that is that we're all in this together. We really don't want to leave anybody behind in that equation. We want everyone to know that they have a part to play. So it was great visiting first grade and getting a sense of what they're learning as they put these pieces together in a constructivist way. That's how we make it simple, and that's the theme of Simplicity.